Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, also known as IMHIP. In this podcast, we focus on all things surrounding the Illinois Medicaid Managed Care Program. Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm the Sam and Sam Says, and today I'm so happy to welcome Emily Miller, Vice President of Behavioral Health at IARF, to talk about 988 and its implementation here in Illinois. Thank you, Emily, for joining us. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm just so excited to dive into today's conversation, specifically with you, um, I'm HIP and IARF have been close. Um, IARF, for those of our listeners who don't know, it's the Illinois Association of Rehabilitation Facilities, uh, focusing on those individuals with developmental disabilities, focusing on, obviously, they have a vice president of behavioral health, behavioral health, um, and really trying to support, in my mind, some of the most vulnerable people here in Illinois. And so there is a lot of cross-section and... um, synergy between our two organizations. And so I'm so excited to have you talk about 988 here with us today because it's it's huge. I, I don't know that I I don't know that I ever thought when I started in public policy and 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 always have had a sweet spot in my heart for behavioral health that we would have this much needed resource at a national level because for so long behavioral health is sort of pushed to the side. Um, and, and I mean, you even think about it so often we have to remind people that behavioral health is health. Yes. yes. So let's just kick off with the beginning. I'm talking about 988, how excited I am. Emily, can you tell us what 988 is? Yes, absolutely. And you're right, Samantha. I mean, it is the fact that, you know, it is a nationwide transformation, uh, you know, is huge because, you know, it wasn't that long ago. And quite frankly, there still is a lot of it, it that exists now in terms of stigma. And so, you know, to have a nationwide focus on mental health, behavioral health has just been so crucial in, you know, ensuring that folks in need are getting the help that they need when they need it. Um, You know, as you said, 988, it's the new three-digit number uh, that's, it's nationwide. It's a nationwide transformation. Previously, there was um, something called the the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. And so that technically has now morphed into what is 988. The old line actually still exists. So, you know, if there are situations where a a person already knew about that line and they don't say no about 988, if they called that old line, they would still be connected and they would be rerouted to to the new 988. Um, And so what what has it has become, it's officially, I think the official name of it is the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, but most people just refer to it now, you know, as 988. And I think that's the intended goal. Um, you know, along the lines of how everybody knows when there's, you know, some type of emergency call 911. Well, now when there's a, when there is a mental health, behavioral health, substance use crisis that a person is experiencing, we want them to know right off the bat, 988 is the number you can call. Um, It is a nationwide uh, uh, number, but it, all states were tasked with the job of 
making them state specific. So in Illinois, for example, there is one uh, statewide call center, which is PATH out of Bloomington. And they are tasked with, I believe they cover, like they are the number one first response uh, answer system for uh, about 80% of the state. Um, so when callers, you know, in, or texters or chatters uh, within Illinois dial 988, um, over 80% of the state path will be their number one response. Uh, there are also five other um, call centers within Illinois, but they are more uh, geographically specific. So they cover certain specific areas within the state. Um, and then that statewide call center path, which I mentioned earlier, should uh, you know the geographical areas not respond, path will pick that up statewide. Um, so it's you know it's it's been a massive undertaking, and it's also very interesting in Illinois because 988 is just one piece of the puzzle. Uh, Illinois is working um, and has been working to transform the crisis continuum of care in our state for a while. And so 988 is just one piece of that puzzle, which I'm sure, you know, as we continue to talk, um, you know, you can't talk about 988 without those other pieces. So I will stop here. Just um, that was a lot of information in a little bit of time. So <clears throat> I'm sure wheels are turning. So much. And I'm, I love, first of all, you already answered my first pieces. You don't have to just call. You can text. There's a, a website for Like you can chat. Yeah. Um, for our listeners that don't know this, I just did a, a visual of typing my fingers. Like you can just <laughs> chat. Uh, and you can use a different modalities. And what I love, Emily, is you described and explained to us all the machination that is, happens in the background that we don't think about. I mean, even with 911, right? Like you call a three-digit number, someone answers. We don't really think about how does that happen? But as the state and, and nationally, as, as the federal government has had to stand, or worked with states to stand this up, we've had to figure that out. Like who's going to answer the phone? Who's going to answer the phone if the first person who's supposed to answer the phone can't answer the phone for whatever reason? Right. Who's going to text back? Who's going to chat back? And especially as we are thinking of individuals in crisis. And then um, I think it's so important where, as you've already sort of teed up, in Illinois, we know it's not enough to just have somebody answer or text back. We need that system there to support them. Yeah. And so let's start with what does it, what's the experience? If, and when should somebody reach out to 988? There are people there to help. When do people know um, to call 988? Right. So honestly, it is available for any person who is experiencing any type of mental health or addiction crisis. It does not have, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's actual suicidal tendencies, you know, that have to be occurring for somebody to utilize 988. It's, you know, it's any type of mental health crisis. It's any type of addiction crisis. It also is not limited to only the person experiencing the crisis. It is oh, loved ones, friends, family, a, you know, someone who is seeing something, you know, watching it happen is the 988 line is for them too. 
to call, to text, to chat. Um, and I will say before I forget on that, I know that, you know, eventually as all operations become, you know, completely available and open, uh, you know, there will be texting and chatting um, available across the board. I'm not 100% sure if that's available across all of the call centers yet in Illinois. I do think PATH, the statewide, has call and text capabilities operational right now. I think the others are still sort of a work in progress, but it's all, there's a lot, there's a lot, as I said earlier, there's a lot of pieces, there's a lot of moving parts here. Um, so as as the work continues to be done, you know, it will, it, that will that will be available for everybody in need. Um, and so when a person calls uh, the, the lifeline, the 988 lifeline, you know, if they're the person experiencing the crisis, if they are a loved one, a friend, uh, what will happen is, you know, they will get a response from a, a certified trained crisis worker. Um, and I think the stats show something like 80% of calls are handled within that, you know, period of time within that crisis worker, you know, meaning that next level care is not needed. Um, that, you know, the 20% the uh, that falls in when further steps, further action is needed, that's where, you know, in comes 590 organizations, which that's another, you know, lingo here in Illinois. But so 590, uh, the 590 grant program is a state operated grant program that that consists of mobile crisis response teams. And so those teams are, you know, more often than not, those are your community mental health centers. Those are your boots on the ground. Those are the organizations that have been involved in their communities for decades and decades. You know, they know they know the members of their community. They know the needs. They know, you know, who to who to go to, where to go to. Um, so the state is as part of this transformation process for the crisis continuum of care, you know, developed this 590 mobile crisis response program to help ensure that when folks call 988, if they need that continued response, that continued level of care, that they can be dispatched, these mobile crisis response teams can be dispatched to wherever that person in need is to ensure that they are receiving the care that they need when they need it right at that moment in time. That is amazing. And I think one thing, I just want to underscore this because I felt this way um, at times where you see somebody struggling or you, you, you know, know of struggle and you don't know what to do. And knowing in those situations, you too, as a family member, as a bystander, you know, like I live in Chicago. I've definitely seen challenges where somebody is clearly having what would be the worst day of my life. Um, and I don't know what to do. And I don't want to call necessarily the police. I, I don't know if that's the right, you know, what's the right thing to do. And so knowing calling 988 and having a professional be able to tell me what to do or guide me through that um, it is very powerful and empowering to our, um, to all of us. Like, so not only those in crisis, but those um, who, who are going to, and, and as we all are, inevitably 
interact with somebody who may be in that situation. So that is amazing. And then I love that you just emphasize these are trained professionals Mm -hmm. that know what to do. And I think that's so critical because we often get nervous about, well, I'm not a professional. What do I do? Or, um, you know, am am I going to call and is somebody going to know how to help me? I think that the stigma associated with mental health and behavioral health really can further isolate people. So knowing when you call 988, it is a trained professional. It's a little different than calling 911. Calling 911, calling 911 is, it's a call center to dispatch. We're it's, it's interesting too, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up 911 and the, you know, the connection there, because that is another piece of the puzzle here in Illinois, in terms of the transformation process that's going on right now. Um, Illinois passed a specific law uh, called the Community Emergency Services and Supports Act, or CESA for short, um, which aims at, you know, ensuring that when mental health a mental health response is what is needed, that a law enforcement response is not what's given. And so that in and of itself is a huge, massive undertaking, you know, a, a huge system of change that's ongoing right now. And that work is still continuing the development of, you know, of that whole process of ensuring that, you know, if, if law enforcement doesn't need to be involved, you know, they shouldn't be involved. Um, you know, instead, the, the, the mental health response should be given. Uh, there is a statewide advisory committee, which I'm privileged enough to sit on, um, that is, you know, part of this massive undertaking um, of, of this transformation. And I, I know we've, we, you know, we've already met several times. Uh, the work continues. And it's, you know, like you and I were talking before we got online here, uh, you know, the learning. It's, it's just one of those situations where, you know, you, the continuous learning process for all those involved and understanding all of the moving parts and, you know, how, because every region is different and, you know, which makes sense. Illinois is such a diverse state, you know, from urban to rural, you know, farmland to city, you know, all of that. So the needs of, of each region and each person are, are so massive and different. And so, you know, this working towards this transformation of trying to ensure, you know, that each person is receiving the right care at the right time in the right place. I mean, there is so much happening here in Illinois that it is, you know, it's honestly mind blowing. Um, and, and, and I will have to say, you know, I do want to give a shout out to the state because I, this is a lot. And they have done a lot of work already and they continue to do a lot of work and they're doing a good job. And, you know, even in terms of, of 988 specifically, you know, prior to the, this, you know, this na- nationwide mandate for states to have their 988, you know, Illinois ranked really, really low in terms of statewide response to the former uh suicide lifeline. I mean, I think our response rate was something along the lines of like 18%. And just in the two months that 988 has been live since the middle of July, Illinois has jumped from like 18% response rate to over 80% response rate. And that's in state response rate to, you know, calls 
and texts that are coming in through 988. So, I mean, you know, the, the work that's, that has been done is, is, is showing, you know, it's showing the hard work that, that, that has, you know, occurred. And that doesn't mean there's not a lot of work continue, you know, that needs to continue, uh, especially along the lines of, you know, developing and implementing CESA and everything that will be involved with that. But, um, you know, I think that it's, it's, it's really important to recognize the, the huge advancements that have already been made. Absolutely. You know, and I love that because here on our podcast, we talk all, all the time about how Illinois really is a leader in a lot of things and where there have been times of challenge that 18%, um, <laughs> we make progress and it, you know, it's just not caught in, in our local news sometimes or statewide discussion. Um, but it is real and there are wonderful people working to strengthen the programs here in Illinois, to strengthen the social net, a uh, social safety net to better serve our neighbors. And this is just such a wonderful example. And Emily, I'm going to have to have you back on to talk about all that 911 work and everything that's going on yeah. there, because I know Oregon has just done some amazing things with getting federal matching dollars. Yep. And I just so want to see that here in Illinois. I want to keep this, you know, the progress train moving along the tracks, if you will. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Emily, thank you. Thank you so much for your expertise. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for committing to coming back um, and, and just really sharing your passion. I, I cannot thank you enough. Yeah, I thank you so much for having me. It's, you know, this is one of those areas where I feel like we probably could talk for, you know, three hours and still have, you know, a lot of stuff to say. So I'm, I'm happy to uh, come back anytime. Oh, wonderful. And I, I could talk about this for days and days and days. So thank you. And to our listeners to learn more about what I'm hip is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one, we encourage you to visit our website at imhip.org. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the Sam and Sam says, as always, thanks for joining us. And until next time, be well and stay safe.